Hey y'all, welcome back. This podcast, The Better Life, is brought to you by Sarkarigans Media Group. Welcome back y'all. This is another episode of The Better Life. I am Megan Better and let's get into the gratitude for this week. This week, I am grateful for emotional growth or maybe we'll call it emotional thawing. Yeah, let's go with emotional thawing. That sounds cute. So I'm grateful that I'm no longer a hard ass. I no longer want to be a hard ass. I no longer want to pride myself on being a hard ass. Um, let's let's just have the feelings. Let's feel feelings um, and let's embrace them. Because if you don't feel feelings, one, you're not helping yourself. And then two, you're not letting other people in. So I'm grateful for the growth, particularly with myself and you know letting myself get back into my heart. And loving myself into letting other people care for me, love me, um, letting that be okay and sitting with those feelings that were like so uncomfortable in the beginning. And now I'm just like, aw, aw, you care, you like me, you love me, y'all miss me sometimes. Yeah, and I was talking with my mom about it during this week and she was just like, I just want to say like, because I've noticed such a big change in you and how you talk, the way you think. She was like, and she's like, it's good. She was like, I'm happy that like you're like you're getting there. And I was like, girl, I am, I am getting there. I am grateful I no longer have myself so guarded because when you guard yourself from bad feelings, you also guard yourself from good feelings. Shout out to Dr. Wilson. He is really like, mm, we're really getting down in there and getting the work done. But yeah, what are y'all grateful for this week? Let me know. Please let me know. All right, let's get into the episode. This episode is brought to you by Lingerie, a lingerie brand by Ashley. Uh, she just started this company back in 2020, and y'all, I love the the sets. It's perfect. I finally found like my lingerie style. It just I'll put her website in the bio. But when I tell y'all, it fits like a glove. It's breathable. It's still sexy. It's perfect. Now I'll tell you, I'm 5'3", 160. I have curves. Your girl is just zoom, zoom, zoom. Last the commercial, think about it. All those curves. And I have double Ds. Usually when I buy lingerie and there's like a bra part and there's no wire, the girls are not sitting like they need to. But with Ashley sets, the see my light, love my dark, the girls stay sitting with no wire. It's perfect. It complements my body well. The, bo- the panties that come with the set are a high French cut they're gorgeous like i said check the link in my bio tell ashley megan sent you let's get back to the episode i got that better love that no one better love they here today and gone tomorrow but this forever love All right, y'all, let's talk about how I got that better love that no one better hit a thing on tomorrow, this forever love. <laughs> That's one of my favorite songs by Wale. Let's hope this doesn't get flagged. Say a prayer for your girl. So let's talk about relationships. I want to preface it by saying, one, I'm not an expert. Two, I'm not a guru. I'm not Derek Jackson, so I'm not going to tell you some things that I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I'm not going to blatantly lie to you on here either. <laughs> That man's crazy. Um, that man's crazy. You know, if his wife wants to be covered in the blood of Jesus, y'all plead the blood of Jesus over her. But 
blessed ancestors just unbind her all of that anyways okay so let's get into it so i i'm gonna talk about what is working for me what i like in relationships the raw down gutter deep down mess i've come from in relationships to today living the better life being in an excellent situation and i say situation it's not a situationship it's a relationship it still just sounds weird to me saying relationship and it's not really it's not like anything like we had to discuss like it it like it's just i don't i don't anyways it's just unspoken like it's like it is what it is like it's not I don't need to declare it because like it's it's under like it's understood on next levels like see some of y'all gonna be like yeah but you should no no I said what works for me what's going for me what we do together not what I do for y'all not what we do for y'all what we do for us what we do for we but yeah anyways that's like my boob everything like mm, my blue heart all of that um but anyways, let's start at the beginning. So let's go for one. We'll go way back. So let's start. I would like I would say like I didn't have relationships um under 18 because I was a minor. And if your criminal criminal record is erased, so is your relationship record. So deleting all that. So we'll start with um like 19. So like 19 September. So I when I was 19, September the year that I was 19, I moved on campus. Um. You know, what a time. What a time to be alive. I wish that mixtape was open because it was excellent. But I also was, like, very damaged, very hurting. And not from, like, any of my exes. Just, like, life. Life was really, it was just, it kicked my ass years before. I had, like, been through some things as a child. Um, and I had lost my dad at 15. And then I was just like, you know, F men, no one, like, no one's going to hurt me. No one and nothing will hurt me. I'm just gonna hurt it first. I'm in control, like Janet Jackson. Control, like I was like, nope. It's I'm I'm running the show, everything, and I was like, not running through the six, running through the hose with my woes. Like I was like, but I was just ooh, real rough, real reckless, just like doing whatever, and not really caring. I thought I was that girl. I was like a hot girl before a hot girl. I thought I was a player, all of that. It really wasn't fun, and like. All of the mix while well, I had this little team going on, I had this roster. I still had, like, you know, the MVP, like, the franchise player. Um, and they were a mess. They were just, it was super toxic. They would, like, you know the song X Factor by Lauryn Hill? That was them. And when I try to walk away, you hurt yourself to make me stay. This is crazy. That was them. They would say off the wall, wild stuff. When I was like, I'm not doing this no more with you. I don't have to do this. Like, you're crazy. And I know that's a very triggering word in gaslighting for some people nowadays. This is back in 2011. It was fine. And he wasn't stable. I won't say crazy, but he just wasn't stable. And, um, yeah, that just always ended really badly because, like, he was threatening me. He was like, I'm going to show up at your house. I'm going to come knock on, like, your mom's door. And, like, he wasn't, he wasn't doing good things in life. He was mixed up in some bad stuff. Um yeah and I was like oh no oh no 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 I said I gotta get out here so I found out through a little birdie um that he still had like pending charges and was on uh probation which I didn't know at the time 
And once I got a hold of that, I when he made the last one, I said, you know, if you don't stop with all these threats, I said, I'm going to call the police and let them know that you're violating your probation. I said, because you thought I didn't know about that. And I do. I said, so unless you want to go to jail, you should leave me alone. Oh, yeah. I was, people think like, oh, you know, stop snitching. I'm not I'm not a civilian. I'm not in the streets. So I don't snitch. I, I, I take care of myself. Like I said, I'm a civilian. So. I don't, I'm not playing those games. And you brought this to, you brought this to your own doorstep. Don't threaten me and expect me not to threaten you back. What, what did you think was going to happen? Duh. Anyway, so that, that taught me a lot. Like he was like, like I said, unstable. Just like if I, he didn't get his own way, he was going to do the A, B, C, D and show up at my dorm or go to my mom's house. And I was like, oh no, I get you away from me. So like I said, once I made my threat back. Everything was easy breezy. So meanwhile, I'm playing all these games, having fun. And then I meet um, my like first real ex-boyfriend as an adult, my first adult relationship. So I meet him. Um, I friends on him for a year because what? He played ball. And I was like, mm, mm, no about y'all. Not for me. I already did that. It's fun, but it's not meant to be serious. And I knew that. So I was like, nope, friend zoned. Boom, boom. This is also where the Baltimore band comes in. If George is listening, he's probably laughing like, here she go. Here I go. <laughs> so he's from Baltimore. Uh, he was playing ball here for school. And people who live here locally, there were a couple people from Baltimore who played ball here. So I'm going to let y'all think what you want about the situation. You decide which one I dated. I'll leave that with y'all. Anyways, he was playing, playing ball. Friends on him for a year. Um, really didn't give him the time of day either. He thought I was lying when I would tell him that I was busy. Because the year after I lived on campus, I couldn't go back to school for a year because I I just didn't do right by my student loan money. And I paid like most of my tuition, but not all of my tuition. So I paid most of it. Um, thank God my godfather hooked up the meal plan. At least I ate off that like that whole semester. <laughs> that was such a good year. <laughs> that was such a wild year university. That was when the bus strike happened. I was like, Shlees, you can just stay here. We were in uh we were in the not the food court like the residence dining place i don't know what they, the meal hall i guess whatever it is oh yeah spent all the days there spent days there hung over and went down there loaded up our plates couldn't eat all of it um it just yeah but so anyways moving on so i meet my future ex <laughs> friends on him for a year and then the year that i do go back to school he's back in baltimore now going back to school there or at least I thought he was. I still, to this day, I don't know if he was lying to me or he just failed it. But I don't, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Um, so yeah, man, things were great. Y'all, when I say like, I was kind of like in a haze. He never like did anything. I don't, I don't remember him doing anything bad. He's never physically harmed me, but he did do a number on me and we'll get to how that happened. But things were good with us for about a year. So like, you know, a year after I friends on him, I decided, okay, fine, I'll give you a shot. Um, I go down and see him the first time, which was a mess here. Um, if Victoria's listening, she's probably just like, Oh, I remember. She's probably like, Help eee, that scream she does. She's probably like, Help, help. But I remember she came to pick me up because she was going to the airport the next day to go, I think, somewhere else. So I got a ride with her or she was gonna drive me. That was a different time. So when she came to pick me up, my mom was like, You're actually gonna go down and see that boy who she thought was a stranger at the time. And if you guys don't, we're not judging my mom because if you come for her, I'm going to, I'm going to come for you and find you and it's not going to be nice. So we're not going to come for my mom, but you can leave what you think in the comments or reply and let me know. 
when I was packing up to go see him, she was like, I can't believe you're going to go see him because I didn't tell her right away. I told her a week before I was leaving because I, I knew how she worked and how her anxiety worked. And I was like, I'm not dealing with all that anxiety. I'll tell her a week before where she can't really do that. And then she won't be like, she won't have, she won't have enough time to build up the panic. She'll only have time for the initial panic. And I know that's not nice, but when you know people who have anxiety, sometimes like you just can't, I just couldn't deal with that time. I didn't want to deal with her feelings. So I was like, girl, you going to bother me. And I live here and I pay rent here and I don't want to be annoyed. So I was like, nope, you get a week and you can, you have that week's worth of panic instead of a month's worth of panic. So I told her, she was like, you don't live here anymore. She like packed my things in bags and put them outside. So Victoria and I are taking my clothes to her car because when I come back from Baltimore, I'm homeless. Anyways, go down there. We have a great time. Um, It's beautiful. I go to Virginia Beach. Um, We go by and see my auntie in Virginia. Cute, perfect, super sweet, a gentleman. But he was steadily like planning life with me, marriage and kids and want you to have my babies la la and I was like oh of course yes mm. just smitten just totally like yeah so then probably about a year and a half um almost two years into it I find out he cheated and I actually I'm not gonna say I found out he did tell me um but he wanted brownie points for telling me and I was like sir no anyways he cheated and then he's like oh now that I cheat she's pregnant and I was like mm. I was like okay well um whatever I was like fix it I said, but I can't talk to you. I said, but whatever you think you need to do to fix it with me, you do that. But in the meantime, I'm take a few days. Goodbye. I was going through a lot. Like, he had me thinking I was, like, fat and, like, in the gym. Like, I ended up getting, like, quite small. I was in shape, so to speak, but I, I didn't look healthy. All these issues with my weight didn't come until, like, our, like, one-year anniversary. Everything after that, then he's just like, you should lose some weight. Like, you should lose, like, your gut. And I, and I didn't have a gut, y'all. I had like a little stomach and I say stomach because it wasn't jiggly. It was like, it was sturdy. And he was just like, yeah, you should lose that. Like, that's not cute. Like, I don't want my girl to have that. And I was like, sir, you know how many things I'd like you to fix that you can't fix? I said, and I keep myself quiet because that's not what's important to me. <sighs> anyway, so began. So I was working my, I was like waking up at like 530 a six in like the winter time as well so I got the colder carrier waking up five thirty six to like more or less almost run down the hill to get the bus to go to the gym at school for like get there for like six thirty seven work out for an hour hour and a half depending upon if I got there at six thirty or seven bus back home get ready then bus back over for my 10 a.m class and I was doing this like four to five days a week for him and I look back now, I'm like, girl, oh my gosh. I was like, see, this is why you should have been in therapy then to work this out. Luckily, like, I'm a better woman now and I know better. And I won't let somebody make me feel that way about myself again. But that was the beginning of the breakdown for me. And then it was like all of the lying kind of after he told me he cheated and the girl was pregnant and keeping it that happened after that because he was... I guess it's not even so much that he was lying to me is that he was lying to himself. So the same lies he told to himself, he told to me. The only thing was that I knew he was lying to my, to me and himself. He didn't know he was lying to himself. He was believing his own lies. And that's when I was like, whoa, I was like, this is, this is going to a place we don't want it to go. And so I was like, yeah, I think it's a, it's a no go. And I, the breaking point, which should have been the cheating of the baby, but anyways, was, um, 
my graduation and he is adamant I'm coming I'm gonna come down oh don't worry about it and then I think what ended up happening is that she planned her baby shower purposely that weekend and he had to be there and I'm like since when do men go to baby showers this wasn't like 2018 like that wasn't that wasn't happening then men still had like men still weren't going to baby showers and he's like well no I gotta be there because the pictures and I was like well like you said you're still my boyfriend so why he's like I'm trying to keep the peace so that I can see the baby and I was like no 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 and I said never mind I'm done like I'm done so they come August I was supposed to go down there and I remember my mom being like if you go down there because I was living with her again at that point come August and she was like Megan she was like what do you want to do and I remember like crying and I was just like I need to go down there and try to fix it and she was you can't fix it it's not for you to fix and she was like never she's like don't you ever run after a man if he tells you he does not want you and he shows you he does not want you and me being naive and young was just like no but he does he says he does I knew though that wasn't the case and when I was supposed to go down I just told him like I'm not coming because he really didn't want to be with her but he was like I like I had a kid I don't want to not I don't want to not be around and I was like y'all need to get out of that especially men men who just stay with the baby moms because like I want to be around did you know you could be around without laying your head there I'd like ooh, what a concept <gasps> who knew imagine bro my parents separated like a few different times <laughs> when I was a kid and like pretty much like my dad wasn't staying at the house my mom was like you can't stay here ain't no sleepovers ain't no sleepovers here <laughs> and that was fine but like bro best believe my dad made himself known my dad would pick us up in the morning be like let's go to school I could go down whenever I wanted during the week um he he was always there even though they were separated and I'm sure as often looking back like, I was like there were times I know they likely like were not speaking but he would like come to get us or whatever else or she would drop us down there but you don't have to live in the house to be present uh, it's not hard you don't have to be with someone in the house to be a good dad what the what the hell and again see that's messaging that people have gotten over the years and things that like they've solidified in their mind as fact and true it needs to be meanwhile y'all being miserable staying with someone because you had kids and staying with someone that you really didn't want to have kids with but it happened and you think that you being unhappy with that other person's parent is doing what for your kid you think is showing them happy healthy relationships oh i'm sorry i didn't know your lack of communication your lack of affection i didn't know that was healthy but you know let me i'm i don't have a phd after my name so i'm gonna leave that alone but y'all can think about that anyways i just the lessons i've learned and taken away from that is that one don't put more into someone else than you do for yourself to when someone starts to break you down there's a way to like be encouraging and suggest things to your partner but flat out telling them like i'm not happy because i think you're too big what yeah and like i said i was like maybe 150 but he had but like i said tricked me into thinking that like i wasn't attractive and i was fat and the only way i could be loved is if i got smaller for him and that if i did that then that would keep him and then once i did that it didn't keep him and I realized, like, wow, how easy it is to get caught up in that cycle of thinking, if I do this for them, then they'll stay. And that's the same line of thinking people say, if I have this baby, he'll stay. If I, you know, have the threesome, he'll stay. If I open up my marriage or relationship, if against my own judgment or what I want, he'll stay. If I cook a home-cooked meal every night, he'll stay. If I have sex whenever he wants, he'll stay. No. 
he or she, I shouldn't say he, your partner is not going to stay because of what you're doing for them. Your partner is going to stay because they want to stay. It's that simple. No more, no less. I'm not going to stay with someone because of what they do for me. What? That sounds crazy. And that's just weird. Y'all weird who do that. I'm going to stay because I want to stay because I love them because I'm, I'm a better person for me with them because they inspire me because they're honest with me because they they bring things out of me that I didn't know were in me because they see me in all my seasons and they are okay with that because they know what my worst is because they know what's on the other side of that because they like how I laugh because they like that I can be you know hot-headed sometimes but you know I they know I'd always have their back but like I said I'm not I just learned I'm not I'm not gonna stay around because of what you do for me and I would never expect that like oh like my faithfulness or loyalty is only based on what you do and not just because I want to be loyal and faithful get over here with that and there's a lot of grown people around around still with that attitude as well so don't let age fool you that has nothing to do with anything but people will stay with you because they want to stay, not because of what you do. And if it is because of what you do, reevaluate, reevaluate the hell out of that. Because you're you're not you're not there. Your life is in existence for somebody else. Now, if that's the partnership that you have or you want, that's fine, too. That's OK. If those are the dynamics that the both of you have chose and agreed upon. I'm not saying that I'm saying when both parties don't. And like someone and people have this idea or belief that oh, if I do A, B, C, D, E, then they'll stay. No, people are going to stay because they want to stay. And if they don't, that's not really a reflection of you. Sometimes it is. Some of y'all are, are some of y'all are a lot. Some of y'all are unstable. Some of y'all do a lot of gaslighting. Some of y'all are abusive. Talk about it with yourselves and your moms or find a therapist. There's free resources around here in the city. Um. Yeah, but for those people who, like, aren't engaged in those things, I mean, some we all have flaws, but for people who aren't purposely hurting their partner, um, there's nothing you really do to make your partner stay unless you've messed up and you need to fix it, and that's different as well. But for just regular old relationships, your partner's just, they stay because they want to stay. It's, and it's a choice. And the older I get, the more I realize what people meant when I was younger by saying, love is a choice. Because, yes, love is a choice relationships are a choice you make that choice every day being in love which is different than loving being in love is not a choice that that shit will hit you like a ton of bricks falling for someone or like that phase of just being like the infatuation and like lust and then the those initial phases like you you get those those are phases though that you 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 fall in love multiple times with a person and that's because people change because they grow. But it, loving someone is different. And that's why being in love and loving are two different things. And that's why like is important. That's why liking the person you love is key. Because that's crazy. When, Like I said last time, talking about, oh, I love you, but I don't like you right now. What? What? Huh? How? How you love me but don't like me? I don't want that kind of love. Mm-mm, that's scary. And if, if that is how you feel, don't tell me you still love me. Just say, I don't like you right now. I don't, I don't like you right now. It's not okay because that's damaging. 
how I'm gonna love somebody I don't like that's hurting me what but that like I said that relationship taught me like people will stay because they want to stay they're not gonna hurt you if they they're not gonna intentionally hurt you if, if they don't want to because your relationships each relationship you get out of the next person should be better and I don't mean better in the sense like that's not I mean better like it should be different because there should be growth that's taking place between your last relationship and the new one you dating the same kind of people over and over again one pattern two that's not good because that signals you're not growing and it's not say that people have to grow at a certain pace but like you repeatedly dating the same kind of people that that should send off like a red flag in your head about you like not the other people but you because because we're stuck and when we're stuck we need to figure out what's happening and how do we get unstuck I ended up fine like I went down to visit my aunt the following year in Atlanta with that flight credit um I met some a man down there and things were like cool at first he was like nice he was sweet um and then like it just progressively got worse and it, he just wasn't who he said he was and I was like yeah I'm done with this because you're an asshole and like he wasn't really an asshole to me he wasn't abusive or anything like that but he just was a nice person to other people and he thought he was that guy because he made so many he made so much money each year and he was like all oh, a catch and I was like not really bruh like you got two kids it's not really a catch from from my standards because I don't have kids and I prefer to date somebody who doesn't have kids because I want to I want to have your kids I don't want I don't want to just add kids to your kids and that might be selfish whatever so be it there's other people there who feel that way too but I want I want to be the one that starts our family I want to add to your family sorry and I'm saying this now I might eat my words later but that's just anyways he thought he was a catch he made over a hundred thousand a year they thought he was that guy and he was smart and I was like bro but you have no social skills like you talk to people like trash you treat them you don't treat them well because you have money and because he's one of those people that like because he pulled himself up and got himself right financially um he was like other people can do it and if they don't do it uh, they're just trash and lazy and I'm like whoa and once like that part of him came out I was like yeah yeah I gotta make an exit plan like I said and then at that point he just started to fall, like not keeping his word and I don't like that I don't like when people don't keep their word <clears throat> but people will show you who they are and they'll show you who they are in their relationships with other people and and please believe that will come home to you if it's not dealt with because when my first ex him and his mom had a rocky relationship but when things were good with him and his mom they were good with us but when they weren't good with his mom they weren't good with us and I was like oh see so you know, and looking back hindsight 2020 that's that's now a marker for me I look at that that's important for me to know but that that second man I don't even consider him an ex because like it really wasn't like I he I was not his boy I was not his girlfriend and um at all early and I didn't call him my boyfriend he was just uh I was there for a good time not a long time um, and did lots, like I said, traveled a lot, did a lot of fun things. Um, but yeah, good time, not a long time. But he just taught me that like people will tell you how they're going to treat you. And by the way people treat other people, that will tell you a lot. And like I said, how people treat their mother and their children. The mother run is really particular for men because that, that will, that's their first, you know, if they're straight men. Let me preface by saying that so y'all don't come for me. Straight men from my experience for me from what I've seen their relationship with their mother is very telling and that will tell you a lot about their relationship to women and I've seen it acted out with people um in like my family and men that I know just in my life and it's it, it still holds true um, fast forward to 
2019, end of 2019, um, before like the darkest season of my life or one of the darkest seasons of my life. I like met this, this new man by chance, the new, new one, the anyways. And at the time, like I said, at the time I was just like, oh, it's probably not going to last like whatever, whatever. And here we are still lasting. Um, but he is... here I am speechless I was talking to him last night about something and I had to like it was I was trying to like help him with something describe something about him to him and I could not speechless I was like I I don't know how to articulate my feelings into words and y'all know me I can talk y'all been listening for like almost an hour at this point I'm good for some talking but he has been the best person that I've come in contact with as far as a partner so far in my life and it's it's not really anything he does for me either there's it's who he is and I'll explain that to him for us so if he's listening it's nothing new he's probably just like here she go here she go la, la, la. <laughs> but whatever if you're listening you already know but it's not it's not what he does for me it doesn't really matter what he does for me it's it's who he is as a person that's that's what makes him attractive that's why I am with him he's compassionate and smart and wise and he's philosophical and he understands the world and he understands people and he gets me and he's sweet and he's fine and he's chocolatey and he's he's just it's for me it's him for me and I think I think I knew I was in trouble I'm not mean I say trouble let me use positive word choices I knew that I was going to fall for him because I wanted to he made me want to be a better person for me not for him and now I'm tearing up I'm so mad about this (laughs) He made me want to be a better Megan for me because he is always trying to be a better him for him and just, just to be better, just to grow and, and learn more and do more and to reach his goals. And I, I, I admire that so much in him. It's one of his greater qualities to me. He has so many, <clears throat> but he, yeah, that was it for me. I was just like, oh, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, is this what people talk about when they say like, when they really like somebody? But this was, um, <clears throat> this was really, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, this is, this is it. Cause the dynamic between us is probably like, it's clear. There's communication. Like, I mean, there's, and if we don't want to talk about something like he'll say that I'll say that and like there are times like I'm scared to be like I don't want to overwhelm you I want to do this and like I I think he feels like that sometimes too but the the way things kind of came together was it was was so strange like I said I went like probably a month after meeting him like I said I went through like the dark one of the darkest periods of my life anyways it was really bad he stuck it out and at first I was like oh he's only here because like he probably pities me um but then when things got better he was still here and I was like oh and just the things we we talk about 
like sometimes or just listen to him talk but like the things we talk about like views on life what we think about relationships or people or like how people come to be hurt or why people are hurt or just understanding why people may do the things they do and that like nothing's really personal people are just all on their own journey and you know what we want for like what we each want for ourselves out of life like we just talk about those things and he's he's just a beautiful soul like just overall like physically spiritually like he's just a beautiful person he's such a light and he always he's just super humble like oh like stop like will you gassing i'm not gassing bro like that like you anyways he's gonna be he's gonna do phenomenal things he's already on his way there i see it i'd be really forcing down his throat so he can see it too but yeah like it just and just like outside the things like he does like i said the things that he does is like a cherry on top of like how he makes me feel i feel like i feel like you know when y'all see when y'all have like a first crush and y'all see them and then like you realize like oh they like me too like i still feel like that sometimes (laughs) when I talk to him or when he compliments me or sometimes just like how he looks or like certain times like I look at him or look at his eyes and like I kind of see what's going on and I don't push the issue I wait he'll tell me if if it's important and he wants to share and he needs to tell me but it's just it's people who and people who know what I'm trying to say or just already know what I'm saying and have the same kind of a trouble articulating it y'all already know thank you I appreciate y'all for understanding but he just is different it's like he sees me that's what it feels like like he sees me and not like and some of y'all be like well yeah no y'all don't act simple y'all know what I mean like he and sees who I am who I can be the potential and he's supportive of me and he teaches me both intentionally and unintentionally so many things all the time he he's just yeah he's just it he's like mm, chef's kiss and again um it's not anything that he does like I said for me it's just who he is that attracts me to him I mean physically he's like (sighs) anyways he is just something to see and he has a nice smile and nice teeth and he has these kind soft eyes that just betray him every time (laughs) some people wear their emotions in their face or on their sleeve his are all in his eyes you can tell what's going on in the day if you look at him in his eyes he's just friendly and kind and caring and compassionate like I said empathetic and he's a great listener I suck at listening he's the way he's such he's a way better listener than I am but the things about us that are important like the things that are within like our dynamic that are important and that have like helped me have like a better type of relationship is this it's the it's the he allows me to be me for me not for him because i i am who i am it's there's nothing he's trying to fix about me or change about me i don't there's nothing i want to fix or change about him people are people you can't make them change for you or ask them to change for you then what if they do then what so it, I don't know. I just it, it's that's such weird to me. Like I, I don't want to be with someone 
that I don't want to end up being with someone and I know that they're with me only because I asked A, B, C, D of them. Like the people who pressure their partners into marriage and then they get married. So you think that that's a good foundation. You ask, you, you more or less forced their hand and went along with it and you think that that's like a loving, solid healthy foundation no that's crazy i'm not gonna i'm not making nobody be with me and i'm not gonna be with someone that i may be with me that's I'm, what no it would never even get that far i want to be with someone who likes me because of me who knows that i could be crazy like i said earlier and knows that deep down i care i care a lot i care more than i let on but i want to be with someone who lets me be vulnerable and doesn't judge me someone who is going to be okay if I cry and someone who might laugh at me if I'm crying over something foolish um someone who just understands that life is not perfect that we're all people and someone who understands that people change and they change their mind y'all that is like a healthy amen because being with someone who allows you to change your mind it is mm, fresh air has nothing on that feeling because we've all been there and like you change your mind but something like I can't believe you would switch up what so now people can't grow people can't learn something new and then change their view or opinion what y'all sound stunted you sound stunted I can't I can't with that but it's just um just it's amazing like what I see people put up with and I talk to my mom now a lot about relationships more so because I'm like oh no I want to she has like wise things to say and she'll tell me like maybe we didn't set a good example for you guys but like I tried to fix that and undo that and made sure I talked to you guys about stuff and she did and now that I'm older like I find I lean on her more and I'm not it's not that I shared what's going on in my relationship with her because I don't believe in all of that as well I like big things are important things I might lean on her in the future nothing's really come up yet but I'll just ask her like about things like do you think this is wise to do or like uh, I'll call and just ask these are my proxy like I'm like am I doing too much like is this, am I crazy like am I doing too much like I'm, th- this is bad isn't it I shouldn't do that and she'll be like Megan why are you doing that come on now and she because like talk to people who are who have been where you've been or and or sorry talk to people who have been where you want to go or talk to people who are still where you want to go Mind you, like, she or my, my, her, my dad, they're still married. He passed away when they were separated. They weren't divorced. And I thoroughly believe that I probably would have made, well, I would have encouraged my dad strongly, repeatedly to, you know, get some help, go, you need to see somebody, get, get your mental fixed. And him and my mom probably would have been back together later on. Like the kind of people that like leave and maybe date other people, maybe get married and then get back together at like 60, 70. Um, and let my dad tell his grandkids all kinds of crazy stories. But I digress. He's no longer here. Rest in power. Anyways, <clears throat> I always ask her about different things or like different signs she's seen. or, And she always tells me, trust your gut. Your gut will never let you down trust your gut and if people make you second guess your gut walk away and I was like all right ma'am like uh, you got it like I said she's intuitive and I I trust her feelings and her gut on people and yeah so like she like I said she said he's a good pick and I was like well there it is um and he's like I said he's just family oriented like just all that see and now I'm gushing when I posted on Instagram a couple days ago y'all are gonna hear this and be like she's wildin' or like wow Megan wow really really and yeah I here I am gushing 
and like blushing while I'm recording this because I tell y'all the things I would do I would have this man's kids not right now I don't right now it's not it's not that it's a, a good it's not a not a good time but like no but like there's just things that I would do and I like I I can't like I always support him I think that's important I think a lot of people miss that in relationship they don't support their partner because they they don't not that I guess yeah they don't see the vision and you don't have to see the vision to support someone I don't understand that that really baffles me that y'all won't support your partners in endeavors um now mind you like if I was younger and he wanted to rap I think I probably would support that too like people trying to rap that's there's always running jokes about people who want to become rappers um but I mean I guess you could really do it at any age but like the point is I'd be supportive how can we monetize this be be an asset if you're gonna be with like if you have a partner be an asset to the partner because you want them to be one for you right and the oh, the biggest thing for me because like I said I don't have kids you don't have kids we don't have kids with each other or anything like that but like being in alignment with how you want to raise your kids is also very important and granted that might change as well but child rearing will take you there and a lot of people people say oh people change after marriage that shouldn't be happening either that shit's weird why are you changing after marriage like nick young face huh what why but people will change after they have kids too big and then it's because they didn't talk about you know their views on child rearing and how they want to raise their child religion even like child choose raising children will really like have you looking at that person that other parent like wow Mm, this is this is it we're here now the baby's here now that 50 50 dna is here now but like knowing someone's thought process is so important understanding them um, giving them time and room and space themselves is also important too. Like if I'm going through something, I'm quick to be like, listen, I need a few hours. I got to work through something. And he's like, all right, let me know. Like, I'll be here. Or like one time I was like upset with him, I think. And I text him. I was just like, I need some time to like process something and I'll come back and talk to you about it. Like when I have myself together and he's like, okay. Yeah. When I tell you the easiest health, like the easiest, healthiest, most like, just the other ones could never I feel like some of y'all's partners could never either but that's your business um but yeah it's just it's easy and it's supposed to be easy it's not supposed to be hard y'all it's not supposed to be a drag or fight it's supposed to be easy it's supposed to be like laughing when one of y'all trip it should be like you know, I see that you might be struggling with this. What can I do to help? I'm struggling today. I need your help. What is the point of being with someone when you can't be vulnerable? You can't be like raw gut. This is what I'm going through. This is how I'm feeling. I'm having a bad day. Okay, let's have the bad day then. Because I used to be someone before too. Let's speak this. You, this applies to friendships, romantic relationships, familiar relationships. But when people are having a bad day, I was a fixer because I like I was a problem solver that I just like solving problems. And I would always be like, okay, you're having a bad day. Let's fix it. And don't rush people through their emotions. Let them have them. If they're having a bad day, okay, have the bad day. What's going on? Do you want to talk about it? If they don't, that's fine. Don't force people. They'll tell you when they're ready to tell you if they want to tell you he is having a bad day he's like I don't want to talk about it I was like cool I said 
I'll give you some time if you want it. If not, I'm here. I said, but it's just a day. Midnight comes, let it go. Or let me know if I can help you. And it's like, is that easy? What is so, what's, what's wrong that people can't do that? Like, I don't, I don't know. I just, like I say, it's easy all with him. And I don't mean easy in the sense like I, there's no effort or work. There's absolutely effort and work that goes in, but it's, it's easy. It's not like, it's not no big bunch of fussing and fighting. Like, I don't even think, I'm trying to feel, I, like, I don't even know. I don't even think we've really like argued or gotten into it about things. Like, I really don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Yeah. And respect is another big thing. Like, I respect who he is as a person and as a man. And he respects me as a woman. And, like, what what is so hard about that? I don't know. Like, and we had a really good conversation one day because I, I don't remember if I sent him a picture or something. I think it was the pictures for um, lingerie for Ashley's brand. And I was like, listen, I was like, there's going to be some pictures that are going to be owed about me. And I'm sure he's probably like, oh, my God, she has sex tape. Is it going to be public? <laughs> But I was like, there's going to be some pictures of me. I said, I'm not going to be naked. I said, but I'm going to be like, like, really, like not really dressed. I said, but I'll make sure like they're tasteful, whatever, whatever. And he was like, you'll need like my permission. I was like, I'm not asking for permission. I said, but I just want to make sure you're comfortable with it. Because I was like, you I was like, we've already discussed, like, I don't, I don't want to disrespect you. I don't want to make you uncomfortable. I said, I don't want to intentionally hurt you or um, I don't want to intentionally hurt you or embarrass you or anything like that. And like, same goes for him. It's like, so I was just like, are the, like, is this going to bother you? And he was like, no. And then like for earlier, we had a conversation like earlier, I think that week or whatever. And he was just like, he's like, I catch myself sometimes. Like, so I'll see you wearing stuff. And he's like, you know, I got body or whatever, you know, I got top and bottom back and front. But he's like, He's like, sometimes I would make comments and be like, you need to cover them things up. But then he's like, I realized, like, I check myself now. He goes, before I would tell you and then check myself and apologize. He's like, but I realized, like, your body's your body. He's like, and I can't control that or police that. And he was like, and just because you share your body with me doesn't mean I get to own it or control it. Yo, I told you, I was just like, oh, if he was here with me right now, like, oh, like, why can't y'all just learn from him y'all get the book then the book is released go get it because he listen 101 and it's not even how to make your woman happy it's how to respect a woman your woman but how to just respect women period y'all that was so profound when he was like you he was like you she's like just like you share it by me but like i can't i don't i can't control it he was like, and you can do what you want to do. He goes, he's like, them things are always going to be showing no matter what you got on. He's like, I just have to realize that. And I was like, exactly. And I mind you, like, I'm laughing because I used to always tell my mom, mom, it doesn't matter if my clothes are tight or big. People are going to see them things hanging because they're there and they're not small. Like, they're going to see them things hanging. And he just gets it. He's just, yeah. And he's like, I just can't control that. But like, it's still, I still like to consider his feelings and he still likes to consider mine. And it's not that, like I said, so the point of I'm getting to right now is that you shouldn't be having to ask your partner for permission, but you should be having a dialogue about what makes them uncomfortable. If something makes them uncomfortable, ask, like, consider their feelings on it. Like, is this going to make you, like I said, not upset because anger, if anger is coming out, we need to, we need to check that. We need to check it and see what's going on with that. But like, you know, like I said, the last thing I want to do for my partner, because I wouldn't want it done to me. I don't want to embarrass them. I don't want to disrespect them. I don't want to intentionally hurt them. But I, 
I'm still not going to stop living my life if if it if it if it might make them one of those things. I probably would reconsider how I go about something before I do it, but it doesn't mean that I'm not going to do it. Or it doesn't yeah, it doesn't mean that I'm yeah, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to do it. And that was so important to me because a lot of y'all really be trying to police like your men and women. And I used to do it to him too. Let me not leave myself over this because like I said, he's fine. He's chocolatey and he got this like beautiful just skin and the smile and like oh, when it all like when it's all together and but he be like he likes wearing shorts. He likes wearing shorts that are like above his knee. He got nice legs to me. He got nice arms too. He really got nice everything. But he be out here with these little shorts on. And I'm like, bro, you be out here trying to show these thighs. Um, I don't like that. I said, I don't, I don't need people and other women looking at your legs like that. And I was like, oh my god, Megan, don't be a fuck boy. You you look you being a fuck boy right now. Like don't don't be that. Don't be controlling. Don't be abusive. And I realized like, yo, I need to take a step back. I was like, why do I feel that way? Because he's never done anything to make me feel jealous. And it's not that... See, people will mistake jealousy as caring. And that's not it at all. Jealousy is not caring. You can be secure and not and, and care. I don't, I don't understand why people equate jealousy with caring. That's not it at all. Because like I said, jealousy comes from like you envy or want or like ownership. And I don't, you can't own a person. I don't want to own a person. I don't own him. He doesn't belong to me. He's not a dog. But I had to check myself and I'd be like, Megan, that's his body. He can wear the little shorts if he wants to. And I mean, they're not little. He's just tall. They're not little. He just likes them. I mean, he looks good in them. He looks damn good in them. But I was like, Megan, people gonna look at him anyways. He's tall. Like he stands up anyways. But I was like, I need to let that go. And plus, who doesn't want to be with somebody that other people like don't find attractive? or don't check for I think that's the ultimate compliment that for straight people for me as a straight woman well yeah for me as a woman the ultimate compliment um that I could receive would be one um like other women still find my man attractive or two like gay women you know like me because I think I'm you know I'm I'm high value as Kevin Samuels would say I like to think I'm a high value woman financially I'm not there yet but mentally and spiritually I'm there like already well yeah I had to check myself because yeah I started getting into that and I was like oh my god this is probably how women feel and I was like I'm supposed to be a feminist I can't be trying to police people's bodies (laughs) so I let that go and like I'll tease him now and I think sometimes he thinks I'm not like I'm, I'm being dead serious and I was like I'm just joking like calm down wear the little shorts I'd be like just send me a little picture of you in the shorts first so I can admire it and keep it but I had to realize that and like I said I didn't really realize that and I apologized for it once he brought up to me like you said how he 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 can't he doesn't he doesn't own me he can't control my body and what I wear or what I do for that matter and oh and even like if anything were to happen like because we've kind of talked about like my thoughts on like dating other people within a relationship and y'all gonna be like not Polly, not open first of all shut up and listen no one got that far but as far as like we've did like if someone if we're together we make each other happy cool if him and I are like physically not together and like someone else is around that makes me happy or him happy like that's okay what's wrong with that because if you ultimately always want your partner to be happy and someone else just might make them happy, 
Why can't that person make them happy when you're not around to do that for them? Uh, it seems simple to me. I don't really, I don't know. And I don't know where that's going to lead me either in life. I don't know what that means for us right now. But I think that like that's, I don't see what's wrong with that. Mind you, like, I don't really know of too many people that would provide the value that he does. That's see, we were talking about value last night. And if he listens to this, he's going to be like, this girl done took the whole conversation. I did. I'm sorry. But you get your credit. It's fine. Um, yeah, he, the value that he provides to me, I don't have anybody that's provided that type of value for me yet. Uh, like in addition to him. And if I did, I mean, we, I would just tell him like, yo, this is what's going on. La la la. And that's it. It's a conversation, y'all. It's not hard. It's not hard. And if you're with someone you feel you can't have that conversation with, walk away. Leave. Why, why are you with someone you can't talk to? Hmm, that seems weird. Because if you can't talk to somebody, that means you can't be yourself with them, which means who are you being when you're with them if it's not yourself? I'm, like, giving, like, a look. Like, the way your aunties and grandmas look at you, like, when you're doing something crazy. Like, child, you know better. Because, yeah, what is the point of being somebody you can't talk to? Like, someone you just can't be yourself around. And he lets me be myself. I say lets me. It's, I am okay and comfortable with being myself at all times around him. Like, I might laugh with my mouth open with food in it sometimes on FaceTime. Or I might, like, cackle about something. I might tell him, be like, oh, like, I don't feel good today, like, my period. Like, just, like, little stuff. Like, honestly, things that aren't important. But, like, why can't you just talk about that? Everything doesn't have to be so serious. Everything doesn't have to be, like, for a, the look or the image. Like, and y'all not going to find him on my Instagram. I don't post him, so don't go looking either. People who know, who know. But, like, mind your business. Go worry about you and yours. I'm not concerned with me living my life or my romantic relationships for people that don't know me. It's not important to me. What's important to me is how I feel about myself and how I feel around the person that I'm decided to be with. Because, again, it's a decision. I've constantly made a choice to want to be with them. And it's just because of the way we interact with one another. Like I said, the dynamics of it. But I wouldn't change it right now. It's, I said, it's going good. It it works right now for us. Like I said, we don't live in the same city. But it's working right now. He's building the brand and business out more which I'm so excited and so proud of him for um yeah I can probably hear me smiling now but I I'm so excited for him y'all because he's doing it and he was probably one of the first people I've seen in a long time like live their life unapologetically as themselves and he don't he doesn't care he does not care he shows up as himself no matter where he's at regardless of what's happening he is always himself and he's comfortable with that. And that, like, that, oh, it's so, I'm getting hot, see? Because on the first night I met him, like, I realized, I was just like, oh, I was like, he, like, he's himself all the time. Like, he's just himself, and he's, like, he's chill. And that's, I mean, push his buttons like he would anybody. He's probably not going to be chill, but he, he's like a, like a balance, no, I don't believe in all that completion stuff. Like, oh, like they complete me. 
la 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 what no you should be a whole person on your own i don't believe in that because if you attach your completion to somebody else and they leave there goes half of you that's crazy let's all get some healing with that we can we can all heal from that and that whole 50 50 throw it out it's 100 100 50 i'm not half-assing anything and i don't want to be with someone who's going to half-ass it with me i want your all because i'm going to give you my all you should want that too why would we hold back why would you restrict yourself because that's what it comes down to you're holding back like you're holding back from yourself essentially but i've gone on way too long about him i think this episode uh but it's we just talk about relationships and people in relationships and how they engage in relationships but i think some takeaways like i said to recap and go back through um don't ever put the other person before you and like like my boo told me you always have to put yourself first value yourself first before you value anybody else because you'll never lose yourself bro he really be like smart and stuff like he's like i said when the book comes out buy it i'm gonna promote the hell out of it buy it because there is a book coming that's all i'm gonna say on that um but yeah come like just and be with somebody you trust because i trust him and people like people have tried to plant seeds of doubt in my head what i tell you it surprised me and shocked me and it made me mad but i realized that that's them projecting people really try to plant seeds of doubt when you're happy too i had one friend tell me a long time friend they're like oh you trust him and i was like yeah they're like why why would you trust them like they don't live in the same city as you and i was like why wouldn't i trust them like well because you don't know and i was like okay just uh, i don't know a lot of things in life i don't not trust life what that sounds crazy i don't know a lot about cars but i drive one almost every day i trust the car don't i Anyway, some of y'all sound, some of y'all be sound foolish, but that comment really took me aback. But like I said, I realized I was like, oh, they're just projecting. Never mind. I'm not gonna worry about it. But yeah, be with someone that you can trust, and it's, it's. I don't, y'all. He's just the man. Like that's really it. And I remember he asked me an important question because y'all know, like, I'll be independent and bossy and like, I don't need nobody, la, la, la. People need people. I'll leave it at that. You don't need people all the time, but people still need people. They still need connection at some point with other people or something, something living. But I remember he asked me, this was early on too. This was probably like back in the summer or something. He was like, why do you, why do you listen to me? because y'all know i'm stubborn and hard-headed and i was like because i was like you're someone that i can listen to i was like the way you lead your life i said a man who can lead himself and is proven and shown to lead himself is worth being followed and to me is worth me letting them lead and that doesn't mean like i i take everything from their lead i only follow their lead only do what they say that's not it at all what i'm saying is that as a partner people usually talk about submission and submitting to a partner um and that's not a man woman thing it's just a partner partner thing i think sometimes you do submit to your partners in different ways but as a woman i make a lot of decisions y'all in my personal life and a lot of decisions in my work life daily i have to make a lot of decisions for other people and it gets so tiring and it gets exhausting and as far as a household or a relationship goes well like just ideas they have for me I'm going to let them lead if I want to. Sometimes when I check out, I'll be like, okay, like if you, this is your idea, this is what you want, let's do it. Okay. I don't, if I agree with it, not agree to it, agree with it, 
why not? But it's, it's like I said, you need to be careful because you should only take your lead from people who are worth being followed and people who have shown they know how to lead themselves properly. Because if you can't properly lead yourself, how in the hell are you going to lead me? Because there are many lost men and women that will try to tell you that you need to follow them. And for what? Because they're lost. But, and again, like I, I briefly touched on earlier that, like, I, I'm a feminist. I believe in feminism. Um, I'm not a radical feminist. I think a lot of y'all only really, people say feminism, you believe in those women that, like, don't shave under their arms and are lesbians and whatever else, like, that, I mean, you can be all that too, but no, I believe feminism is just a woman's right to choose anything and everything she wants. Choose her relationship, choose whether she wants to stay at home, choose whether she wants to go to work, choose whether she wants to have kids or not. So people are like, I thought you were a feminist. How can you say you're going to let a man lead you? Because I'm a feminist and that's what feminism is. Me making my own choice. I'm making the choice to follow his lead at times because I trust him and I trust his vision. And trust is sexy. Like, that man will never lead me anywhere bad. He'll never take me down the wrong path. If, like, things go on in years from now, whatever else, all that, I trust him. I trust him to not make a bad decision for me. And he trusts me. I'm not going to do him wrong. Why would I do that? That's only going to hurt me in the end. And it does. People who hurt other people only hurt themselves in the end. So I have no reason not to trust him. Trust his ideas what he's just like trying this doing this and when I say trying this people assume sexually you're in the bedroom no I mean just in life try doing this way try this business he you y'all got this podcast right now partially because making better the name better comes from one of my friends Nito I'll tell y'all the backstory next week and then part of this is because when I lost my job he was like what are ways you can make money this man sent me multiple videos about starting a business and not you know if you're down not staying down immediately and I was like oh he's different he's different he is different because he was like that sucks I hate that for you like I don't like this he's like here motivational video motivational video inspiring video what do you want to do start a business and then I told him I was going to do a podcast he was like do it and then when I told him back in the winter I recorded an episode he was like I'm proud of you look at you and like oh that feels so good that is better than like any like makeup gift you could send like all them people with money just trying to buy time and support and like love with gifts and stuff that I don't need all that what he said is worth more to me than that like I said someone who supports you and someone who even though they don't see the vision they still support it and that's okay and the vision might change but they still support it like I said and like I said he it all comes down to, like I said, I want to be a better woman for me. He makes me want to be a better Megan for Megan. Not for him. Because if he already likes me, I don't need to really, he likes me for who I was then. Why would I need to change that? That's what he likes. And it's not to say I'm not going to change, but I'm going to change because I want to change. And there are things I have changed because I wanted to change it. Not because he asked me to. And he likes the changes, don't get me wrong. But it's not because he was like, you got to do this. What? And that man, when I met him, he, like, looked at me, he was like, mm. like, he's, like, oh, he just, he's just delicious. Um, mm. Yeah, like I say, he's just, there's just things you can't, things you can't buy, things money can't buy. But, yeah, like I said, support, 
the admiration, the way people touch you or hold you, the vulnerability and intimacy, those are things you can't buy or fake. You can't fake or buy intimacy and vulnerability. Sorry. But those things, and I'll never take for granted, you know, when people share. And I would like, even when people share me, I always say thank you for sharing because they don't have to. It's scary to share. I know I've spent like a year almost, oh no, yeah, almost a year in therapy now trying to figure out how to share with people because I was scared of being vulnerable because I thought they would judge me if I told them how I feel or what I think or what I want. And he's taught me that you can do that and it's not big and scary. And it doesn't matter if they don't like it or they don't agree. It doesn't matter how they respond because it's about you and what you want. He taught me to always bet on yourself because you'll win. That what is it, What's that? Say? The house always wins? You're the house. Bet on yourself. You'll always win. And I've been watching him win. And he like, anyways, he's just a different y'all. Like I said, I would have them as babies. Like he's just... Mm. Like everything, because anyways, but I didn't tell y'all about the crazy one either. But like, it's really not worth saying. Demi was just crazy, and he showed up at my house, um, and I was like, yeah, no, I don't, I can't deal with this. But yeah, be with someone who, who makes you want to be a better version of yourself for yourself, not for them, and be with someone who supports you and lifts you up, and that gives you butterflies like all the time. Because he still gives me butterflies. You know, I still blush when he compliments me. And when he FaceTimes me, I'd always pick up and I'm always smiling. Which he's like, why are you smiling? And I'm like, because it's you. Or I just tell him, I was like, oh, niggas can't be happy, so I can't smile. And he laughs. But just be with someone who, who sees you. And although sometimes they don't always understand you, they just let they just let you be you. Be with someone who allows you to be yourself. And be with someone who's unapologetically themselves. Because there's nothing worse with being with somebody and you think you're getting the real them and you're not. And we've also discussed him and I too. Like, I've asked someone else, like, do you think you ever really know somebody? He's like, no. And I was like, I think you're right. Because you always hear about people, like, breaking up after 50 years of marriage, 30 years of marriage. I don't think you really ever know somebody. And that's because people are always changing. But that's okay. Why would you want to pin somebody down? People should be allowed to change, allowed to grow. That's weird. Y'all stay in the same place? What? For 30 years? It sounds stuck. I don't want y'all to be stuck. But take from this what you can. Learn what you can from me in these situations. But this has probably been like the happiest I've been. And it's really not. It's because of the things that he's taught me to be and do for myself that's made me happy. Like I said, people are like, oh, he makes you happy. And I'm like, no, he's made me happier. I, I was happy. I'm happy on my own, but he adds to my happiness. And that is important too. This cl- let me an- come gather close. Let me end this closing thought. Because I'm always saying this. Victoria's going to be like, oh, here you go. My sister will be like, you're always saying that. Like, I, But I told my brother too. People, people cannot be your happiness. Don't you ever place your happiness or your love in other people. Because they're not going to come they're not going to come and if they come they're going to leave they're not going to stay be your peace your happiness and your own love for yourself be those things for yourself first because you're not going to bring the people that are going to genuinely love you and support you and add to your happiness until you have that for yourself because i right now i can tell you my cup runneth over 
because I filled my own cup first. And because I filled my own cup, I attracted somebody with a full cup. And now I would like to think I allow his cup to overflow and he allows mine to overflow because he adds to it. That's Isn't it crazy, though? Like, it's it's really crazy. And I said that was going to be the final thought. And that is the final thought in conclusion to that one thought about not letting people or things be your happiness or your love. Because when they leave, that leaves with it. And then what? What happens then? And you attract the wrong people when you're void of that. You attract people who are going to take advantages of those gaps in your in your soul. And I don't want that for y'all. I want y'all to have somebody who's going to add to it. Not somebody's, I don't want somebody who's going to be it. I want somebody who's going to add to it. Important distinction. Write that down. But yeah, don't don't be a people who who are your happiness or your love. Be that for yourself first, and let the other people come in and add to it. There's nothing because, in conclusion, I I already told him, and y'all be like, why would you say that? Because I can, and I did, and what? Because he's not gonna run off because I said that. But like. If him and I were to not last, I'm absolutely okay with that. Yeah, it would, it would suck. I'd probably cry a bit. But I'm sure him and I would probably remain friends because it wouldn't be a bad breakup. I know that. But the things that he's, I don't want to say provided, that's not the word. The things that he's revealed to me about myself and that he's taught me, like I say, indirectly and directly, is priceless. And I'll always be grateful for that. I'll always be grateful for the things he taught me, the time he came into my life, and the time spent in my life. But I, like I said, I don't own him. We don't own people. And we don't know how long people are going to be with us. We don't know if they're meant for a season, a lifetime, a moment, just for a lesson. But I'm grateful for that. So be with someone who you're grateful for, who makes you grateful to be with, to be yourself. All of that. All right, let's move in. I don't know if I'm going to end follows up with story time or just goals because this is a long episode. And y'all like, dear gosh, she can talk. I can. Chatty, whatever. But yeah, let's uh, let's take a quick break. Let's listen to the, the ad there. Y'all please listen to it so I can get paid. Uh, yeah, let's do that. I'll be back. This episode is also brought to you by Determined to Succeed, a brand out of California that's designed with style, quality, and comfort in mind, the LA lifestyle, if you will. Their most recent drop was a bleeding heart sweatsuit, and let me tell y'all, when I got that bad boy in the mail, I put it on right away. <laughs> I put it on like within minutes of getting it. It was so warm, for one, and then it was incredibly soft, and then it fit me perfectly, like exactly how I wanted it to. Shout out to the designer for that. They've just recently dropped a new gray hoodie suit, which I cannot wait either. I already ordered that because I need it. I, I need all of it. Anyways, go over, check out their website, let them know that I sent you, and let me know what you got. All right, let's get into this week's show. All right, thank you for listening. Let me get into the final bit of my thoughts here on relationships, and then we'll wrap it up in a... Y'all can go back to your day or, you know, listen to the other episodes. You always help me run them numbers up. But anyways, uh, I think a, an important distinction as well that people make overall today when dealing with their partner. Because like I said, there's certain things I like right now or that I like um, about my situation. But I think I have a very clear understanding that 
he can't be everything for me and it tries her as he might and I can't be everything for him either people forget that our parents more so like our grandparents generation but our parents depending upon how old or young they are there was a village around them when I say a village you know communities were communities back then whether integrated or not or whatever um people had a community around them to help them with things so if you had a family even if you had a two-parent household if you needed help with something or your kids were out doing xyz down the road you could eat supper at whoever's house down the road they're gonna send your kids back home you might be having some issues maybe in your relationship your marriage you're trying to figure it out you're gonna talk to maybe an auntie a neighbor a couple that's older and been married and maybe been through some things to guide you but you have multiple people that didn't shame you or make you feel less than or unworthy if you came to them for help. And they assisted you with whatever you needed, like I said, for your relationship. When it came to your kids, maybe you needed something repaired in the house. Maybe y'all couldn't afford it. The neighborhood, the community comes together, they help you. You had the older women who would listen to you and guided you. Older men that would li- that would listen and guide younger men. And I think those people are so out there. Like, I love talking to elders. They have so much they just have so much knowledge to depart on us they just have so much that we can gain from them like just listening to them talk listening to them tell their stories but anyways like i said we don't have that sense of village anymore like that thing it takes a village to raise a child it it takes a village more or less like to keep yourself intact and sane and okay and i think we've we've lost that we've and it's i think it's damaged us as a community that we've lost that and I don't know like I, I'm I'm I don't I'm not a white person I don't know really how that works for them um I think it, it probably was the same kind of situation from what I know but yeah we've lost that village mentality of having like you know now people will go to like their partner about like everything like oh mentally I'm feeling this way what about this in our relationship um I want to do it this way I don't know how to handle this what about five six seven eight nine ten eleven other things versus before you had a plethora of people to pick from that were your people they were in like they were your village they were your community and is not even and it's you could safely share with them like you don't have to worry about them sharing your news or spreading anything they wanted to help and they were there for you and a lot of times now we dump all of that on one person or expecting that one person to be everything for us and that's a big that's a big ask of people. That could place I don't want to call it a burden, but no, I guess it it would be that's but that's a big ask. It's a big ask. And I think I mean if you want to be there for someone, okay, sure. I'm gonna tell you don't burn yourself out in the process. Know your limits and your boundaries and be comfortable expressing them. I think you can be almost everything for somebody but you cannot be everything for somebody that's hard i think about parenting when you have kids you are the everything to somebody so your partner if you have kids with your partner you don't want to be that third dependent for them and vice versa but it's it takes like a give people space to just breathe and that doesn't mean you know um just stop like expecting things from them or oh, see not even not even expectations just stop like placing so much on their plate like to take your foot off their neck 
some of y'all really be crazy. Like, I look at y'all, and I look at your partners, and I'm like, mm-mm, wouldn't be me. And, nope, it, it absolutely would not be me. It will not be me. I'll say that. Uh, I can't operate that way. Um, I mean, again, some of y'all partners allow it. And this is like no heat, no judgment for me. I'm just saying, like, be considerate. Look at other people. Like, just remember, people are people. They're not robots. Everybody has needs and wants. It can't all be about you. If that's the case, and you show up, like, day one, yeah, I'm selfish. I need you to be all about me. La, la, la. And if that's the case, all right. I'll decide that, but don't don't try to suck me in and then get mad when you try to make things all about you. And I'm like, mm I can't hold all that. That's... I don't think I can hold that. Give people that space. See, and that ties back into letting people be themselves. Or people feeling comfortable enough around you to be themselves. But remember, people back in the day had a village. Like, my mom had a group of women around her. My dad had men around him they could go to and lean on. Um, Because, like I said, everybody can't shoulder, your partner can't shoulder everything for you. I don't think partners ever could. I don't, I really don't think they could. I don't think that's wise. I don't think that that's fair. I think it can be damaging more than anything. So just, just be gentle and kind when you think about you need your partner to be everything for you. Like, bro, what? You, like, go talk to a professional. That's not okay. That's not okay. People can't be there for you. That's, like I said, you're placing a lot of burden on them and a lot of heavy expectations. And, you know, if you decide to place that on them, ask yourself, if they place this on me, could I do it? And would I want to do it? That's all. That's all. All right. And here's what's really going to get y'all this. <laughs> Let's talk about security in relationships. Because I can tell y'all right now, like... I talked about earlier, you know, him in the little shorts and me without the body, yaddy, yaddy. And like, it's just people, gonna, people are just going to see me if I'm out. I'll say it that way. I never used to think that I used to deny it. My mom would always say, you know, you know, people are looking at you and I'd be like, no one's paying attention to me. And he's the same thing. He's like, listen, he's like, I understand that when you go, out, you're not looking at other people like that. You're going to get done what you need to get done and like going back home. He's like. Most people aren't like that. Most people are going to be looking around, looking at other people, and you're somebody people will look at. (laughs) And I'm like, fine, whatever. And I understand him. Like I say, he's like fine and tall and like a gorgeous smile. He has such kind eyes, y'all. Like anybody doesn't will walk up to him and just talk to him. Anyways, that's it. But like more or less the point is that like we stick out. We're noticeable people. And... What am I going to do? Tell him, don't go at the house. What's he going to do? Tell me, stay in the house. Put on a jogging suit. Y'all see me in jogging suits. That's not hiding nothing. I'm going to say, don't smile at people. Wear sunglasses everywhere. Don't respond to them. I like I I touched on earlier. I I don't own him. He doesn't own me. And I'm quite like oh like securing that like people like i said it's a compliment people will approach and be like oh you're cute la 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 
Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. It's a compliment. I don't know. Y'all just be real bent on this shit. I hope you didn't talk back. And I'll joke with him and be like, you said something terrible. <laughs> but it's funny. Sometimes I'll egg him on and be like, oh, did you get her number? How cute was she? What she look like? Tell me. Why didn't you? Why didn't you go after her? Why didn't you? <laughs> but like, you know, and if he did, like, okay. But he tell me. So I don't get that. Like people, people just need to understand. Like, what's going on in people's relationships is their business. And I, it took me a long time to realize that as well. And that's because I have a friend that got their own kind of situations going on, and I respect it because that's what works for them. Who am I to say, yeah, you can't do that? That's what. That's really what's wrong today. Like, I think there's a certain level of minding your business, and I think there's sometimes when we need to help other people. Where we need to like mind other people's business sometimes. And I don't mean that in a nosy way. I just mean like be there for folks. Like help them out if they need it. Call them out on the bullshit if there's bullshit happening. And I think there's still some situations that happen. At least if it happened in front of me, I'm going to tell you like, hey, don't, don't do that. At least, or as I say, don't do that in front of me. Not don't do that around me. Do whatever you want when you're not around me, but mm-mm. I nope, I don't want to see that. So, do it elsewhere. Wait till later on. But let me get, like I said, back to security relationships. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't understand how people get so pinch shape. Like, oh, you can't go here unless I'm out with you. Like, for example, the club. Whenever it opens back up again here, um, if I go out, that's fine. Like, I don't. I don't see, like people really just make up all these stupid rules and ideas about what their relationship has to be like. And most times, really, if you get down to the root of it, it's either one or two things. It's either they don't want to be like the relationship they seem demonstrated for them, which get your healing. There's many ways to get it. Um, or two, they're doing it for other people. And I guess one kind of is too, because if you've seen how you have, you've seen how relationships are demonstrated for you, you're going to do something, you're going to either do it the opposite way, but again, you're just doing it because you don't want to be like someone else. So you're still doing it for someone else. You're not doing it for you. And that's why people get upset. Like I, like, for example, I promise you that if like based on my parents' relationship, like they were, they had really, there were good aspects of Booger wasn't perfect wasn't great but the good times were good and I mean people are like yeah of course the good times are good no but there's like jewels and gems you can pick out of that about like what makes it good what makes it harmonious and I but anytime you try like incredibly hard to not be something you you subconsciously go towards that. Because you see it all the time with people who, with parents and then their kids, with like a child-parent relationship. A child's just like, oh, I'm never going to be like this. I'm never going to be like that as a parent. And they, they're trying so hard to not be these things that they don't know who they want to be as a parent and then end up repeating the same cycles. Get clear. 
get get real clear on what is what you want and how you want it. But you try hard to not be. What if you try to put that same energy into what you want it to be? And so again, where I guess when they don't know you're going through these things, be transparent. Like communicate with them. Let them know, hey, yeah, I'm going through this. Or like this is I've seen this model for me and I I didn't like that and I want to do it differently. What does differently look like with us? Because each relationship is different as well. Let's not forget that. But just let people be people. Y'all, y'all just really don't like uh I could bring some of y'all's necks. Like just like relax. Take a breath. And if you're that worried about what your partner's doing when you're not with them, why are you with them? As Cat Williams says, don't worry, I'll wait. Ask yourself why you're with them. Because I'll be damned before I'm that worried about someone else. I was there before. I'm not going to do that again. That's crazy. I find peace in their security with where I'm at because I'm making a choice to be with that person and they're making a choice to be with me and whenever that choice changes just gonna communicate that or if we if I want to make a change within the, the dynamics and or he does we're gonna talk about that y'all be so scared to have a conversation y'all think having the conversation means like if somebody if you're the person your other person or people approach you with something that means you gotta agree to it do it just listen talk through it with them get understanding i'm someone i love to know the reason why and i mean that's a it's a double-edged sword because sometimes there is no why or i'll never get to know why but i love getting understanding on something i don't understand it's simple but like y'all be just putting too much y'all just be like Ooh, all these hashtag relationship goals. Just be goals. Be your own goals for one. How's your relationship with yourself? Are you your top priority? Do you take yourself out on dates? Do you talk to yourself nicely? You put in all that energy and effort for yourself? I I would, would hope so. If you're not, you should. I don't, like, people, are just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And the last thing I'm going to end off with um, is a conversation I was having with my brother. My brother is, um, I don't want to say their names this time. I'll wait and see if they let me say their names. Actually, my brother wants to come on here. I told him he's going to have to wait a little bit. But I was talking to him one day because he was, he was telling me how like he was just stressed out by a few things. Um, and just so I let's just kind of let him vent. Like, I just let him talk. And like I prefaced this at the beginning, like, I'm... I'm in a relationship with a man, but a lot, how do I say this? Cause it's not, y'all are not going to like it. Women are probably not going to like it, but some of y'all who are with men or choose to be with men or whatever, y'all need to understand like being a woman is hard. Yes. Um, being a black woman is hard being a black man is hard as well and i think we forget that like yeah but black women ha- black men don't have to- yeah you're right obviously it's a different experience doesn't make it less hard i us engaging in these trauma wars 
the oppression olympics yeah but i have it worse because of this and you don't understand because of this shut all that shit down i'm a black woman he's a black man there's a there's a level of understanding i have for that and empathy i have for that and compassion because after like talking with my brother about stuff like there are things that men go through and black men go through that we will never most most of us will never know as women partners sisters mothers because they don't tell us purposely because one men aren't taught to talk to us about it they they don't really have the concept of village they might have had one back in the day with their you know the boys and that's when they go they have their game night they play cards they go and have a drink just kind of get it all out but you need to be that homeboy sometimes you need to let them come to you and just listen when my brother told me about the things he has to deal with like on the job or just out in the world I was like I don't I didn't cry in front of him but I was just like I was just so sad because in addition to that he would like have to deal with the different the his kids moms and I don't think they understand what that is and that's because a majority of the moms are not black women and like I said it's no it's no shade to them it's just that to be a black person is is just different like you you have to be black to understand but it, I mean this still applies to men and women anyways but like men women's struggles the things women go through on a day-to-day basis we know about it because it's public women make it public those those beauty standards that you need to be a strong woman every woman you can't cry like now women are getting that message women can't cry and i used to like subscribe to that but like we get those messages now like but we know all the pressures that women face and we know where they're coming from it's very public it's very well known men we don't know i we don't know when you know they go to work people are calling them nigger nigger sorry people are telling them they're not shit they're not worth it like we don't know that and i remember like and i should i really should have known better and done better because my dad went through a situation when he was uh working here in the city and he ended up having like some cases going on and i remember like back in the day my mom knew there was stuff going on at work but a report came out back in 2018 that detailed what he went through and she is she she was kind of speechless she had no idea she's like he told me something she was but he never told me all of this and she was like looking back now she goes i know why why we had bad days and she was like and i just had no idea and he just didn't want to tell her he was being a man i put that in quotes because being a man is is nuanced so many different levels it's not men are not one dimensional y'all they're not one thing they're they're layered anyways but i think y'all need to understand that when you send your send your man out there in the world just try to provide some peace at home be understanding i'm not gonna place extra burden on on him just like they they do that enough they do that enough out there i'm not gonna do that not not in my home or our home i'm not gonna do that to him it that's so unfair 
and furthermore think about it like this like if i mean your your partner your partners like they're not your kids but like you need to tap into that nurturing side of you and like kind of treat it that way like you're not gonna push all that on a, on a child are you and some of y'all do which is a different issue but be kind treat people with compassion be gentle the world is not a nice place for black people particularly black men we know what it's like for black women and that's that's why i don't get people people push back on what i'm saying right now but how can you because we know what it's like for black women we don't know what it's like for black men we don't know and all we do is engage and argue tumble yeah but we have it like this because we're women and you're a man so what we're both black that doesn't mean anything that mental strain every day of being like on a job with people that just constantly try to undermine you and demean you every day when you're when you are taught that you need to be the provider and like you can't say anything because they want you need to keep the job because you have a family to raise or you know you were taught men always provide so i can't not provide let me tell you something if you're at a job and they're treating you down and breaking you down mentally every day and you're staying there because you need to provide once i find that out listen come on we're gonna ha- we're gonna go ahead and quit that we're gonna figure it out because i can't have you coming home with that kind of energy on you or that kind of or letting people or people constantly trying to defeat you all day i can't do that because i can try to heal it up as best as i can but i'm not licensed and that's and it's this hard because some people do carry that back home it's hard to let that stuff go not when it's repeatedly put into your head about the kind of person or man you are then you come home and girls screaming or whining but like you didn't do this i want that you should have bought me this look at look at what so-and-so got on here what Uh, no cut it out just just remember people are people at the end of the day and remember when people come through that door or they call you we don't know what kind of day they had unless they told you but i guarantee you yeah i guarantee you even even mine's there's things that men go through on a daily that they'll never tell us as a partner they might tell like i said they may tell their friends they may have like an older uncle or what have you um that they may like share things with but as a as their partner that some i don't think they'll ever share everything with us in regards to that because it's hard it makes it's vulnerable and there's still a lot of shame with men around sharing feelings and especially if you as a woman make them feel less than because they decided to share with you so think about that when you're wondering why a b c d is going on maybe it was just a shitty day maybe everything's reaching a boiling point maybe you're adding to that Because if I'm if I'm dealing with all that outside in the world, and I have to come home and then deal with it there too, I'm not fighting everywhere I go. I gotta fight when I leave the house. I gotta fight all day outside of the house, and I gotta come home and I gotta fight with you. That's exhausting. It is, and that's not to say you can't try to hold people accountable or it's like steer away from having certain conversations. No. Nope. 
It's not what I'm saying at all. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying be mindful and aware of, of what people are going through and ask them. You'll be surprised when you ask me, oh, how are you doing? How's your day? Like, they're going to say, yeah, that's cool. It's all right. Whatever, whatever. Ask them how they're feeling. Like, mind you, I'll try to ask him, like, how are you feeling today? <laughs> just to kind of gauge what's going on. And if he, if he says, like, oh, it's a good day, he decides to share. I'm just like, okay. But I've tried to, I've tried to create that space amongst us where, like, if something's going on, like, tell me. But also respecting his boundaries says I don't want to talk about it. Okay, and he knows I'm I'm always I'm here to listen if he decides he wants to, but I'm not gonna force it either. But he knows he has that here. Just ask yourself: Are you a safe space? Simple. And also ask yourself: Is your partner a safe space? Because this is this this is like really how you. <laughs> like build a solid foundation you you have to first be for yourself what you want others to be for you because they can't fill those gaps they can't it's that simple but alright let me wrap this up because y'all didn't ask to listen to all of this but yeah so before I get to that conclusion like I said so like I said remember the village people have had a village previously we don't have that village now but i think we need to kind of get back to that and that doesn't mean telling your business to everybody but it just means like having a tribe around you that you can lean on for support if you need to whether that's like okay come over and help me clean up today like i just i really just need the help can you come over help me or if you have kids can you just come sit with the baby for a few hours um I or we need to just go do something, please. Like, we really need it. Can you do that? Going to someone, like I said, talking to someone who's where you want to be or has already been where you want to go. Ask them, like, how do I get there? I'm experiencing these issues. Like, has this happened to you? What do you think? What did you do? There's nothing wrong with that. Find your village. Find your village. And please be all be secure. And if you're insecure in the relationship, just, just, I, I don't, I can't say just leave, but like, what is the point of staying? I don't just, like, I just don't get that. And how y'all gonna want to be with someone fine and then not be secure in it? What, like, get out of here, all that. Like, just, ugh. People need to remember, if someone's with you and you're always nagging them, talking about, like, you're mad because people are always approaching them, or, like, maybe they're online, like, showing their chest or body or, like, whatever. Okay, but they always look like that, and maybe they were doing that before they met you, and they're still continuing to, what, be themselves, and you don't like that? Okay, well, I mean, you, like, nagging about that, what is that going to do for you? What's that going to do for y'all? That's. Anyway, we're going to talk about how cheating happens on a different episode. But anyway, I think it takes two. For the most part, cheating don't just randomly happen. It two pe- for the most part. Sometimes people just be selfish and wild. And be out there. But I think cheating that happens over like a long while. Or happens kind of out of the blue unexpectedly. There are signs. There are breakdowns. Anyways, never mind. 
let me wrap up this little relationship portion. Um, yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. To tie into all the relationship talk, um, I was someone before who told myself I was never going to give too much. And I didn't invest because investing meant I had to be emotionally involved. And I had to want to be myself and share things and be vulnerable. And I didn't want to do that because I was scared of what that looked like. Uh, and I, I didn't want to submit or give in because I've been in situations in my life that I, where I didn't have control. And I told myself I would never not have control again. But in turn, what I've done is I've denied myself things as a result of that, of trying to always be in control and make sure it looks like I'm in control and I'm, I'm the one calling the shots. And we brought up, I broke down with my therapist probably three weeks ago, my second last appointment. And I was like, because of like things that have happened to me, I said, I always make sure it looks like, and I am making the decision. I said, I would not listen to people because it wasn't, I didn't, they, even though they gave me some a good idea or good feedback or good advice, I wouldn't do it because I didn't come up with it. And I, I promised myself that I would never be in a position to where I wasn't in control again, physically or mentally, emotionally. And that hasn't paid off at all. And I got to a point where I was like, I don't want to do it like this anymore. I don't, I don't want to be this way anymore. I don't want to keep myself shut off. And so now, like now, if other people have good ideas or suggestions, I go with it because I'm still making the decision to do that. But I used to be like an asshole. Like if I, even if I was in a relationship and they're like, oh, would you do this for me? Or like, you know, like when I tied it, talked about, um, listening to, um, listening to like to what, or letting my, my partner lead. I wouldn't do that before. Cause I was like, no, I'm not making the decision. And it's like, but you allowing someone else to maybe make a, de- not make a decision, but you following somebody else's lead or advice or suggestions doesn't mean you're not in control. It, you're still in control. You're deciding whether or not you want to. I'm not just ignoring it or not asking for it. I'm still in control. But it's I'm all I say all this to say, fellas, let let your woman lead sometimes if it's appropriate. Sometimes it is. My mom ran the finances in my house because my dad couldn't do it, and he was like, "All right, fine." And like, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there was a little more dialogue than "All right, fine," but she was just like, "I gotta take the reins on this." And like, and then also there were times where like my mom and my dad had to lead like with us and like how we were raised because she was like a very like anxious person. And we wouldn't learn how to ride our bikes. She said it wasn't for your dad. She goes, so I like had to kind of relinquish that to him and let him like say, no, I'm doing this with the kids. I'm teaching the kids this. And mind you, they were married living in the same house, having these struggles. (laughs) But you have, you have to submit. And I think y'all are going to crucify me for this, but I think you have to let women be women and let men be men. And I don't mean gender roles because I don't believe in those. My parents destroyed that for me a long time ago. My dad was a stay at home dad for like I want to say a year I don't think it was a year I think it felt like a year when I was a kid but yo bro I feel like and there's no shade to you mom because like I love you but I know you couldn't do it but I would rather have my dad stay home me than my mom dad was just fun and dad cooked dad we got the good snacks dad would take us outside um my dad would let me scratch the scratch tickets he we'd go on nature walks and learn about different things or just talk while we were walking about stuff where he tells stories he never said stories it was stories with a u or wrestling with an A. He like he and he was well he he had his limits. He was mostly patient. He'd do our homework with us. Um 
yeah but I mean my mom she always knew and like I know I don't think I can be a stay-at-home mom I think it's too much it's mentally it's too much on my head I applaud that one of my friends there and like girl I love you for it I could never do it like I, I know that right now in my spirit I, I can't do it and that's like just due to me as a person and like the ADD on top of that like it's too overwhelming I need adults I need to talk to adults uh, I, I need a break and I don't have kids yet I know what I'm saying I need a break um, parents need breaks. Moms and dads need breaks. But stay home parents, y'all the best. Y'all got it. My dad, he would wake us up in the mornings with he'd wash our face, y'all, with warm face cloth. I mean, they were scalding hot when he probably took them out the bathroom. By the time he got to our rooms, he'd wake us up by washing our faces. Him, my mom used to when we were kids. Do you know how gentle and kind that was as a kid to be woken up to a warm face cloth and someone washing your face? I promise myself I'm going to do that for my kids because that oh, that would just set the morning off right. Then I come to the kitchen and mom or dad, dad would either have cooked or mom would have like made oatmeal or cooked sometimes depending on what was going on. We didn't really have cereal as kids either. Cereal was like a treat at like our uncle's house. We grew up on oatmeal, porridge, and like breakfast. Like my dad cooked breakfast. That's why I still cook breakfast to this day. Breakfast was his meal. It's the way like I still feel close to him. And just like carrying that on, like I love a good breakfast. My aunt, she also makes like a good big breakfast, but I don't like you have. Sometimes you have to let other people take the lead. It doesn't make you any less than. It doesn't make you incapable. It's just recognize other people's strengths. And let them use their strength as a benefit to both of y'all. What's wrong with that? Because it doesn't make you less than. Because I, I let somebody give me good advice and I follow it or I let them make or I agree to let them make the final say like that doesn't make me less than as a woman or an independent person or a feminist or anything it just means I recognize they have a greater strength simple I ask my sister about certain things to do with like the body or exercises and massages because she she has more knowledge than me she's smarter than me I ask her about things to do with this, like with my business or marketing or what do you think? Help me come up with this name because she's better at it than me. That doesn't take anything away from me. I'm still phenomenal. Still making better. Doesn't mean I'm a one woman show. Doesn't mean I have to be either. Be careful of playing into messages and and things that, about what you have to be. You don't have to be anything that you don't want to be or you just you all you all you need to be is you. My dad would say, all I have to do is stay black, pay taxes, and die. And that's really it. And he told us that at a young age, like a really young age. Stay black, pay taxes, and die. And the pay taxes, I'm really, that's in parentheses for me because it's another story. But yeah, all I need to do is stay black and eventually I will pass on. But y'all just, y'all be gentle with yourselves and with other people and be kind. And loosen up those reins. You don't need to be the conductor. You don't need to be in control all the time. Take it from me. It's tiring. It really, I promise you it is. It might seem like, oh, I'm this, I'm that. It's tiring. Not asking for help is tiring. Not admitting that it's a, it's not a good day is, is tiring. Pushing through that is tiring. Doing it all alone is tiring. You don't have to. I'm not saying go out there and get somebody because I don't want y'all just to get anybody that's not going to work out. But it's tiring, y'all. It's okay to let people in. It's okay to let people love you. Let people love you. And I mean like platonically, romantically, familially, like let let people love you. Let them care on you. Let them dote on you. Allow yourself to be taken care of. That is self-care. You take care of yourself, but also when people want to or ask to, let them take care of you. Let them treat you. Treat yourself still, but in 
also like be good and kind to other people it's so easy kids teach you that all the time kids are really phenomenal i have my own yet for my own reason but like kids kids are they're really simple like that poem i don't know who wrote that poem but she was right here she's right everything i i learned about life i learned in kindergarten that like it's so simple it's like it's it's so easy it makes so much sense we really ruin kids like adults are really just ruined kids and then we end up growing up and unlearning as me and boo talked about <laughs> like you just you grow up and then you unlearn all the horrible and mixed messages and the everything you learned as a kid you get rid of everything that you were jaded by and you're like okay yeah i'm doing it this way now or whatever but it's okay it's gonna be okay now give yourself grace in relationships walk away from one that's hurting you or not serving you um tell somebody if you're you know in a bad situation and most of all if you're in a situation and you want to make it better like i said i'm no guru expert um psychologist Derek jackson i'm none of them I'm not your pastor but if you want a better situation you can have it you just need to want it and decide what it looks like for you and go after it that's what last episode i opened that up with what makes a good day these three things are you in control of these two three things if you are then do it so if you're if you're in control of what makes something good or better do it if it involves other people remember you can't change other people but if other people aren't in alignment with what you need or what you want it's okay to walk away starting over sucks but being stuck is worse being stuck is scarier than starting over i promise you that on this day being stuck is worse and scarier than starting over because what happens when you're stuck is years go by starting over might be a a rough couple months a rough year maybe a rough two years if that but it's way better than being stuck for 20 30 years Talk to people who have been stuck who are now finding freedom in their 50s, 60s. Talk to them about it. They'll tell you. Do it now. You're younger. You have time. It's not, it, it won't matter in the grand scheme of things when you get to my age, but do it now. And I take those, I heed to those words. I really listen to people now. I never used to listen to anybody about anything. And now I, I crave it. I want to talk to other people. I talk to my mom a lot about life stuff. And the things that she's learned and the things that she's admittedly gotten wrong and now is changing or the things she wished she would have done differently. And I do. And that's going to say, like I said, it's not all old people who got this wisdom. There are young people with it, too. Some people say I'm wise. I'm like an elder. I don't really see it, but I take the compliment. But just it's just OK. And it's OK to do it differently if you want to. But you have to want to. And have grace for yourself when you're changing things. Be gentle with yourself. Because when you're gentle with yourself, you're gentle with others. I'm done talking. I don't really have a good way to wrap this up. This will be like the first part of like overall relationship chats. Because I'm sure more will come up as we build up, like I said, to other things and things that spark as a result of this. But let's get into goals. And then I'll let y'all go. I really appreciate y'all for really holding on and listening this long. Because... I have been talking. It's going to be hell to edit. But I got to do it. Got to give the people what they want. All right. Let's get into goals. Then I'll send y'all on your ways for the week. All right. Now, what do we want the goal to be for this week? Last week, I said I was going to manifest every night. So I didn't do it every night, but I did it most nights. I think the first two nights, like Wednesday and Thursday, I didn't do it. Um, Thursday, I was overly late. I mean, honestly, I, I just didn't do it. Yep. I'm not going to make excuses. Remember, camp versus one. I just didn't do it. I, I didn't do it. 
I'm on that. So I didn't do it seven days over the week. Um, but I did, I did do more journaling. So even though I did manifest every day, I, it was either journaling or manifesting. So in some days I did both, but, um, yeah, this goal for this week, let's see what I really want to accomplish. Cause I have some things coming up. Oh, you know what? The goal for this week, cause it's going to happen is to apply what I've learned in therapy to real life. Because this past therapy session was, we got into it. I think, yeah, we got into it. But um, it's going to be to, like, actively apply the skills I learned in therapy this past week. Because a lot of it's been about interacting with people and, like, meeting people where they are and interacting with them and how I decide to interact with them while maintaining my peace and boundaries. So, yeah, this week I'm going to be exercising maintaining boundaries. And y'all are just like, oh, well, you should be doing that. Uh, excuse you. Oh, fire outside your business. But yeah, it's going to be practicing my boundaries um, consistently because there's a few times this past week I didn't exercise them with some close, close people in my life. But I'm, I'm going to make it a point to myself to exercise those boundaries. All right. What are y'all's goals for the week? Let me know. Send me a DM after you listen to the episode. Leave a comment on Apple or in Anchor. You can leave me voice messages, y'all, on Anchor. So please leave me a voice message and let me know what you think. Leave a comment, rate the rate the podcast in um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. It's not on SoundCloud yet, but it's on Spotify. So please rate it, add it, subscribe. Um, I appreciate y'all for listening so much. I talked a lot this episode. Thank you for hanging in there. If you fast forwarded, I understand, but there are gems. If you missed out, I mean, you shouldn't have missed out. Go back and listen. But yeah, thank you so much. And I will see y'all next week. But hopefully some of these things we don't have to about relationships add to your life. And like I said, creating your better life. All right, I'll talk to y'all next week.